Hey dudes, if you'd one day like to start a podcast and say unhinged stuff like we do, check out Zencaster. Zencaster is an all-in-one podcast production suite that gives you studio quality audio and video without needing to know all the technical stuff. Zencaster records each guest locally, then uploads the crystal clear audio and video right into the suite so you have high quality raw materials to work with. And we love a secured cloud backup because that means you'll never lose your interviews, hot takes, or off-the-cuff fart and dick jokes. Zencaster is super easy to use with guests too. There's nothing for your guests to download. You just send them a link and they click on it and they join the recording session. Go to zen.ai slash DTFU podcast and you'll get 30% off your first three months when you sign up for a pro account. That's zen.ai slash DTFU podcast for 30% off the first three months of your Zencaster pro account. Seriously, we started a podcast. You can and should absolutely do it too with Zencaster. Do it. <laughs> What's up, everybody? It's Aaron and Nicole. This is Dude That's Fucked Up, the podcast. How you doing? How you doing, everyone? Uh, is everybody <laughs> doing good? I am. Yeah, you sound great. Oh I'm my so, god, I'm so excited you look beautiful. You look beautiful. Oh, you sound you. good. Yeah. That's oh my right. god, I'm so excited for this episode. Oh my god, it was. It's so dumb. I've already been. I I'll tell you a joke I made to Pete earlier because I'm just like in that mood, you know. <laughs> mm-hmm. And it's so silly. Yeah. If people don't like our jokes, they're gonna hate this episode. But then why would <sighs> they listen at all? I don't know. Well, maybe it's like your your first episode, and you're just like, what have I gotten myself into? Yeah. Um, oh boy. TBD. TBD. Um, well, do we have any business before we get into the episode? No, I will say, I know we've been talking about like, we're going to do merch, we're going to do merch, and we've been talking about it, but we are going to do merch. We got some samples, we're going to check, we're going to look at them tomorrow, we're going to decide if we like them, mm-hmm. you know, yada yada. Um, so we, we will have some stuff coming soon, and it's going to be very cool, I think. From what I've seen, it's going to be very cool. Yeah. And we just like want to have all the peeps out there repping our stuff. So, yeah. Um, oh my gosh. It's gonna be soon, so we'll keep you posted. But even if you just g- like our logo, I love our logo. I love like it. I would just, I would just like if I didn't know what it was, I would just wear it. You know what I, I know. mean? Like, yeah, yeah. It's like, oh, this is cool, and then you're like, oh, this is what it's for. Oh, let me check it out, and then you're like, mm-hmm. oh, I don't like it, but I still like the logo. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> They say butthole way too much. <laughs> They're obsessed. These women are obsessed with their butthole buttholes. Bitch, what do you think that rosebud is on there for? You know, rosebud <laughs> is another name for butthole, right? It is, yeah. Come on. Oh yeah. Come on. Come That's on. That's a B H E butthole euphemism, baby. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Um, yeah. So anyway, we are, got that coming for you. Keep mm-hmm. we'll keep you posted on that. And uh, yeah, anything fucked up for you this week? um no i can just tell you uh, uh, oh yeah actually there was something fucked up um i went to see a show on tuesday night uh, it was a um boulet brothers dragula like live show amazing <clears throat> so fun at the no novo theater oh where's that uh it's at it's like 
near what used to be the Staples Center and it is now some fucking crypto bullshit. Yeah, Bitcoin fucking, fucking asshole yeah. dick face shithead. <sighs> shit coin. Shit coin. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, my god. Yeah, it's like the fucking why well, I wanna say cryptology arena. <laughs> That's way cooler. Um the cryptocurrency yeah, arena crypto yeah 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 or some shit like that it's so yeah. fucking we're in idiocracy we've arrived in case anyone was wondering mm. um if we were there yet yeah, we are anyway do better <laughs> nicole it's all right it's fair <laughs> um anyway so okay we went to the show the theater is great p.s like it's small and cool and we had seats upstairs there's like a pit in the bottom with no seats for standing oh, yeah. room and then there's like seats up above and we got yeah. seats because i was like i'm not going to stay with no seat and and it was like a kind of a vip area but not really it just was like less crowded and there was a bar and i had a, a delicious cocktail mm. like a um a tequila mule type situation so it was kind of like a ginger margarita it was so good oh my god oh my god we sat and it was so fun and it was like so cool and weird and all the people were dressed so cool in the audience like everybody was just cool and I was mm. like vibing and then we got home and I got this like insane headache oh no like a migraine like I couldn't oh. even I like I I was so tired and I think what happened is that I also had therapy that day which I think is part of it but I so many emotions and so much excitement that I'm not yeah. used to and haven't experienced. And all my muscles were like um, really tense in like Clinch. my neck and my face. Yeah. yeah. And I was screaming and I was like, yeah, you know, like cheering for the queens and everything. And I fucking I think I gave myself like some sort of tension, headache, migraine thing. And oh, I man. I took some Advil and went to bed. But and like I, but I was like nauseous. I was like Pete was like talking to me. I'm like, I can't talk. And oh, no. I just need like darkness. And like this was already after we were home, too. So it like set in right before I went to bed. And then the next morning I Googled it. And sure enough, you can do that. It's a uh, thing. That sucks. It's just like another thing to worry about as we come back into like doing social activities, you know? Yep. Yep. Your your body and your mind are just like <sighs> not used to it yet. Yeah. And it's just like. They're not communicating. They are not on the same page. My Oof. mind is like, yay, excitement. And my body's like, what? No, go back home. Get back in yeah. bed. Why are you wearing hard pants? Why are you wearing hard <laughs> pants? <laughs> I know. I know. It's I like I feel like, you know, you do need to work up to it. But it's like, yeah. what what's the you know, how do you do it? How do you I feel like you have to be consistently yeah you know doing stuff in order to get to that place but if you're yeah. just doing stuff like every now and then that's like you know regular stuff on the weekends again yeah doing something big like that where you're like going out driving to a place or like getting in an uber to drive like 30 minutes to yeah you know 45 minutes to a, a venue and then you know just like all these things that we used to take for granted and now it's like a whole production and if you're not doing those cons those things consistently, then it's like overwhelming and your all your senses are like, Wah. yeah, it was wild. Yeah. Whew. Anywho, but it was a very fun show. If you haven't watched Dragula on Netflix or on Shudder, it's kind of in multiple places, depending on like how new the season is. But um, gotcha. It's such a fun show. It's like a goth 
drag race situation. Way lower budget, <laughs> but I like that about it. It felt kind of like a little bit like a, a sketch show or something because a lot of the, the performances are really funny and weird. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is yeah. very like my sketch writing and some of the stuff I would do. And so I it just like I just had too much fun and it hurt my brain. <laughs> Mm, fair yeah anywho do you have anything fucked up this week you know only that um we are losing our our freedom as women every single day a little bit more a little bit more just a little bit and you know I just I wanted to just say if you feel helpless like I totally feel that um I don't like I want to say like donate and you know protest and all that stuff but like it's exhausting so do what you can i donated to uh the abortionfunds.org like mm. they split they split your donation between like a entire network of abortion funds like nationwide so mm. there's prioritizing money to the states where mm-hmm. it's already like being there's already abortion bans in place like texas and shit yeah, and, like, if Roe v. Wade gets overturned, which it looks like it most likely will, mm-hmm. uh, there's, like, there's there's states that have, like, a there's, like, trigger laws in effect that, like, once it's banned nationally, it'll just be, like, these, it'll, like, go back to, like, 1950, you know? Yeah. Like, it's... Well, in it's, some states. In some states. Not all states. Right. Like, and then, so, in some states, like, California have, are instituting more protections for mm-hmm. women, but, like... Because it'll be, like, on a state-by-state basis. Like, there's some states that need more, you know, access to... And not just, you know, obviously there's not going to be any abortion allowed in certain states. Um, yeah. Um, but, you know, like, money will need to go towards communicating and, and advocating for people who need 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 abortion. So, yeah. uh, I mean, just pay attention and, and I... I'm loath to say it, but please, God, vote like people's lives depend on it because they do like this is not the end and um, it's not going to stop with banning abortion. It's not going to stop with banning Roe v. Wade. It's going to if this is setting a precedent for many other things to, uh, you know, be undone. Yeah like gay marriage and you know god it could it could even be things that we've just take for granted for so long that we think are the law of the land like roe v wade always was and you know so just pay attention and um like i said i'm loath to say it but please vote (laughs) yeah this this for the upcoming elections this this november um yeah i mean there's no need to feel hopeless. Mm-mm. And I think, you know, we just have to fight it. Like, there, mm-hmm. there's just, it's just going to be a fight. And le- mm-hmm. people were here before, and, like, if you really believe that much in it, then you'll fucking fight for it, you know? Like, this is this has always been my main kind of, like, uh, cause, yeah. I guess mm-hmm. just because I feel so strongly in my bones that I never want children and mm-hmm. to have someone force me to do that would uh, be the end of my life in many ways, maybe literally like 
oh, you yeah. know, like not mm-hmm. to be so like dark about it, but like I would never, I just would never. Well, and as somebody who has given birth twice yeah. and who wanted those pregnancies very much. Yeah. Um, making I, someone go through that who doesn't want it. Oof. Making, you know, and I had, I had everything at my disposal. It was wanted. It was yeah. planned. It was, you know, it went as smoothly as it possibly could. You know, my, both of my pregnancies, like I, it's all, it was, I was very, very fortunate in that way. Yeah. But yet even still. It was one of the most traumatic things that I have physically and mentally ever been through in my life. Yeah. And even when it's wanted and, and, you know, and desired, it is still so fucked up. (laughs) And, and we have sanitized childbirth to the point where it is not even considered something that is dangerous or scary or whatever. It is like considered beautiful and normal and natural. And yes, it is it also can be, that, but not for everyone it, but not for everybody and yeah. even like like I'm saying like for me where every it, it was all good and nothing was traumatic or yeah. or it, it's it's still a lot it still was it yeah, still yeah. was so yeah and I can I I'm I'm much more even more uh radical about uh people having access to abortion than I ever have been before after having children so yeah I think we've said this. Abortion is healthcare. I'm mm-hmm. pro-abortion. People say they're pro-choice. Fuck that. I'm so pro-abortion. I don't give a shit. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And uh, I was thinking too. I think just m- m- the way my brain has changed for the first time in my life. Even like I just was thinking, abortion is even just healthcare to the point that it is so many things to so many different people and. I realized for the first time, like it's abortion is even gender affirming care for people Mm -hmm. in some cases. Like I never, I don't think I ever thought of it that way. Like in, in such a holistic picture, like that. And, and I think it's because we don't talk about it a lot and, and it is like, oh, are you pro-choice? And people have to make the decisions that's best for them and their family. And sometimes it is that. And sometimes it's just, I don't want a fucking kid. Like, mm-hmm. and that's fine too. Like, it's mm-hmm. nobody's business and it's just healthcare. It's like mm-hmm. getting a fucking wart removed off your foot. Mm-hmm. You know? Like, I don't want that there anymore. <laughs> hmm Honestly. And, like, if we could, you know, but... It's so fucking layered. Oh, God. Yeah, we haven't even well, really I, talked about this yet, like, even offline, I, and I just have so many thoughts. I know. I know. I didn't mean to, like, drop it on, on no, us. No, that's but okay. I, I, I just needed to say just to, like, yeah. if, if you know, for people, we're, we have to acknowledge it, you totally. know. Totally. Like, yeah, I know. But, yeah, yeah. I, didn't, I didn't have anything prepared. I just, you know, I just wanted to tell people if you really, you know, felt uh, fucked up about it still – Fucking reach out to us, dude. I'm happy to talk about this with anyone who's feeling a a way about it, even if you just want to, like, rant a bit about it. If you Mm -hmm. want something like you're saying, like, you know, somewhere to donate money or time. I get so many emails from so many different organizations, and people are hosting, like, day-long, like, trainings uh, Mm -hmm. in the next few months. The Abortion Access Front is hosting, like, an all-day training in July. I just got an email for, and it's to, like, fucking be little soldiers. And let's go. Yeah, Yeah, and let's get out there, and let's get in people's faces and protect people who need abortions. Let's find them money if they're in states where they 
you know don't have access and they need to travel or whatever it's mm-hmm. like it's just like this network um you know uh, of people now that are from organizations across so many different states and uh and like backgrounds and all of these things mm-hmm. like grassroots organizations that have always been there that like know what to do and we need to connect with them and figure out how we can be of service in this way yep. that's um, right and yeah and locally how we can be of service and look we're like so lucky the state we live in we won't have an issue mm-hmm. we i don't think like we're, we're in a really liberal state um and abortion access i think it's even didn't they just pass something where you can get an abortion covered by your insurance yeah i think in some cases yeah, yeah. they're trying they're they're trying to um pass some some you know more codifying laws uh yeah and more more you know specific to different circumstances like and more blanketed across like you know making it more like healthcare oriented yeah uh in california so yeah where it's not just like this like you know random thing that people need to do it's like you know this like needs to be part of healthcare so so yeah there's all kinds of stuff um we this is not a not shocking like this has been coming for a long time if you've been paying attention like we have but it's still like a gut punch and so it's uh it's still surprising I'm like yeah it's still like you were saying sets the precedent for like other things to be kind of turned back and that feels so gross and icky because it's like well no one wants to go backwards it's wild to me that anyone even wants to I know (sighs) like it's already a thing just leave it alone people are happy with it and it's not the majority and that's no. the other thing that really pisses me off so I mean it's I I, I think like close to like 80 percent of you know or, or like more than 70 percent of yeah. the people in the United States mm-hmm. are pro-choice yeah like to some degree yeah so you know <sighs> uh, yeah I know. anyway oh my god I could have a whole, I could just talk about this for the entire episode. I know. I know. Not as but fun. you know what? We're not. We're not <laughs> we're going not. No, to. No, no, no. We got some. We're going to switch gears hard right oh now. Oh, my God. <laughs> it is. Look. The, yeah. <laughs> this is just how talented we are also, I just should say. Because, <laughs> yeah. man, how I'm feeling right now, I'm just going to. Channel it. Channel it. I'm, well, I'm going to I'm gonna put like the nugget of it, which is just like fucking anger and wanting to kill people. <laughs> Mm-hmm. into a little box and I'm just going to tie it like a bow. I'm just mm-hmm. going to set it aside. Set it aside. Mm-hmm. Yep. I love and, that. I love that visual. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then all the energy that was circling around that kind of like, you know, uh, like uh, the Scarlet Witch kind of like um, um, this like torpedo, this tornado of like mm-hmm. anger and stuff. That's still in there. But that's what I'm going to channel into what we're this talking episode. about today. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I love it. I love it. I love it. I love it. All I my love power. All, I love all these visuals. All these. All these. Yes, uh, it's great. You guys, today we have a. Uh, this topic is a listener suggested suggestion. Oh my god, from our darling angel Brian. Oh my god, sweet, sweet angel. Oh, mm-hmm. gives us so much. I hope we give him the same in return. I I hope so too. Um. He, he sent us a TikTok of, <laughs> of somebody talking about um, 
one of the most renowned uh, composers and yeah, oh. and and prolific composers mm-hmm. that's ever lived, Mozart, um, mm-hmm. Wolfgang Amadeus motherfucking Mozart. Mm-hmm. Uh, this TikTok referenced a lesser known fact about him that suggested that maybe <laughs> he was into scat play. <laughs> it's um, scat jested that maybe yeah. <laughs> he was into the doo-doo. <laughs> yeah. Now, we're seeking to answer this question, the question of the day, which is, did Mozart really have a scat fetish? Ooh, okay. Yeah. I I was intrigued and I knew we had to do an entire episode on this the moment it was even a little in my ear, you know? <laughs> the moment it was just like a little flute concerto mm-hmm, in mm-hmm. your ear, mm-hmm, <laughs> in your mm-hmm. heart. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yep. Um, I, I was not as on board until I looked up if this is a thing and then i was mm-hmm. like oh fuck it's a thing yeah and then i was so, so if you're not familiar wolfgang amadeus mozart yeah one of the greatest composers of all time he was born january uh in of the year 1756 and he died december 5th 1791 very young he was only 35 years old when he passed away both years uh, of our lord yeah yeah uh-huh and uh he uh was Prolific and incredibly influential during the classical period. Mm. Um, He, like I said, died when he was only 35. But up until then, he had uh, composed close to 800 works in virtually virtually every genre of his time. So that's, um, you know, that's... Like three genres. (laughs) Oh, it's more... Classical? neoclassical and no i'm just kidding uh he well he started composing when he was like four or five so like that's crazy like i'm thinking about jack like composing a piece of music <laughs> like what the fuck you know oh my god yeah he would already have had to make some yeah he was he was uh yeah like either four or five when he composed oh, wow. his first piece of music um he was like a child prodigy uh, could play multiple instruments. Uh, his father was a composer, so he like was that was part of his life yeah. since he was like a baby. So he was, um, but he was, but beyond that, he was a genius. He was a he was a Baby complete com- complete savant with this, mm-hmm. um, especially on the piano and violin. And you know, he just he could just do it all. Um, yeah, and I'm trying to think of a modern day comparison and i i i i can't of like of... someone who's made so many songs yeah okay but I it's know. also like crossed over to different genres you know oh yeah okay i was gonna say timbaland i just feel like <laughs> that guy's been everywhere and he's on so many hit songs um but a crossover artist it'd be like um like, you know how the Rolling Stones have done, like, blues and, you know, good old rock and roll. And, <laughs> yeah, you know, they've they've done, like, some, you yeah, know, know. Yeah. disco-y hits. Like, mm-hmm. like, that's, like, sort of. And they've been around forever. But that's because they've been around forever. And I, yeah. 
this man was only on this earth for 35 years and he like the music that anytime you hear a piece of classical music nine times out of ten it's like okay a piece of music by Mozart because his yeah. shit is so famous and prolific and like ethereal and like light mm-hmm. and fun you know Beethoven's like dark and shit yeah Beethoven's like heavier um yeah. but still you know it's like intense it's like it's like he's more goth you know <laughs> yeah yeah Beethoven's more goth for sure he's edgier yeah what about like someone like I know she well no she's probably close to 35 now but like Taylor Swift Mm-hmm. who's like crossed over because she was a child when she was young she did country first and then since then she's been in multiple genres they're all like closely related but it's pop it's pop you it's know pop. it's pop yeah yeah but it's like country pop folk pop 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 <laughs> I'm yeah I, I I'm the only real comparison I can think of is like I don't know I I like Dolly Parton or something. Uh, that's kind like, of who I was thinking of earlier. Yeah, but but even still, like it's like yeah, yeah, it's not the same. I mean, he he was same. working so hard. Yeah, he would sit down and he would write like uh. So when I say uh, genres of his time, mm-hmm. he composed um, uh, symphonies, uh, concertos, chamber music, operas, and choral repertoire. Mm. So these are like all different ty- like. Like the, the, these are all so so different. Um, oh, okay. And so he was basically of his. He was the goat of his time, and still, I don't know, probably is. Um, yeah. He's among the greatest history composers in the history of Western music, with um, music admired for its quote mel- melodic beauty, its formal elegance, and its mm. richness of harmony and texture. Yeah. So. I grew up listening to a ton of classical music when I was a kid. My mom always oh. made us listen to it while we were doing homework. If you have not done this, I let me let me give you a hot tip. Yeah. Put on some classical music while you're working. Yeah. Um, like if you have to do a stretch of of like, you know, deep shit. Like yeah, like you, deep focus. Deep focus. Yeah. Put put some classical music on. I promise your brain will switch gears and it's like it's almost like taking like I don't know, like fucking ADD, ADHD med- medication. Yeah, yeah. I'm, yeah. I'm like not kidding. Like f- for me, like th- this is what it is. Yeah. So, um, yeah, my mom always made us listen to tons and tons of classical music growing Dang. up. My personal favorite was Tchaikovsky. Like mm. that, that shit was banger after banger. Like 1812 Overture. What do you want to know? Like. <laughs> That shit was like EDM music for that for its time. <laughs> like a beat is literally dropping. It's so so good, so good. <laughs> no, yeah, I have yeah. to listen to it. I don't know. Listen I'm not to familiar it. with his work. Oh, you I'm you sure will I, be. I'm sure I've heard you, it. Yeah, he he did um, Swan Lake also oh, oh. just yeah. banger. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Uh, and the Nutcracker oh, um, the drama, love it. So yeah, he, so that I didn't even know that. I love yeah. Tchaikovsky. Yeah. So he's a, a, a Russian composer. So mm. he even was, he even admired and was influenced by Mozart. That's how Dang. like, you know, well-respected Mozart was for his time. Cause he's like a Western composer. Tchaikovsky was Eastern, you know? So, yeah. um, e- even, uh, Beethoven who is 15 years younger than, uh, Mozart, was influenced by him he there's Mm. like he might have like 
done some work with him, but it's not verified. But he was like oh. around in the circles that that Mozart was in in his time. Of course, because so, yeah. all yeah. the best are gonna hang out. Gonna know yeah. of each other. It's like remember when Mariah Carey said, "I don't know her." Mm-hmm. Who is she talking about? J Lo. I don't know. Oh uh, well, it's like she was lying anyway. Yeah, I mean, that's or the joke of it. She wrote a whole fucking song about Eminem being obsessed with her. So yeah, yeah. like we know you know. Yeah, it's just like Beethoven. Um, we know you know. Yeah, no, Beethoven was like loved Mozart. Like he was like obsessed, and yeah, you know, not obsessed, not in the Eminem way, but yeah, you yeah. know what I mean. Uh, Why I mean, are you so obsessed with me? Boy, I wanna know. <laughs> is, I'm playing the flute. <laughs> Bitch. Come on, man. Oh my god. What oh. an idiot. Cancel me. No, you're you're not can- you're not canceled. But no, no. I love. I'm just saying Mozart, the shit. I love him, yeah. uh, and I love him even more now that I know this shit that we're about to talk about. Uh, mm-hmm. I I walked down the aisle to the clarinet concerto in a A major. So I fucking love Mozart, and mm. this has made me absolutely stand forever Mozart. <laughs> <laughs> So did he have a scat fetish? Did he? Are we answering now or at the end? We're answering now. Oh. No. Not, no, not really. I don't think so. What it is, is not that he how just... how we would think of a scat fetish today, which is no, like no. shit on my chest, like, and fucking it, or whatever. <laughs> yeah, like, like, literally, like, I mean, maybe he liked to do butt stuff, but that's not the same thing. Of, that's like, not the same thing. Not the same thing. I'm, but you know, like you know, play around and with, you know, like the shit, a duty bubble or something. I don't know. You know, that was <laughs> he would talk about it, but he wouldn't. He, I don't think he was actively doing it. Um, yeah, it's he, hard to say just, with the evidence we have. But no, I I don't think that I, we're going to get into the evidence. But my mm. conclusion is definitely not. Mm. He just loved toilet humor, just like us. Yeah. Okay. Stars. They're just like us. Hmm. I love it. It's mm-hmm. it makes me like him so much, and I didn't really think about him in general. And now I'm like, mm, I'll think about him more because I think he was funny. Yeah, he was fucking funny. Um, <laughs> but unfortunately, at the time, and even after he was dead and gone for many, many, many years, mm-hmm. people have clutched their pearls about the, you know, the the idea that he was like that was his humor that was his sense of humor was scatological so he had written many letters to his his family and you know familial correspondence back and forth referenced tons and tons of poop jokes um all like him his wife his cousin his dad his mom (laughs) his sister like all these letters back and forth it's like you know like 
text messages back and forth with like your your brother or your, yeah yeah your, you know it's like, like a family group te- text <laughs> or whatever yeah, and exactly. it's like everyone's everyone's sense of humor is exactly the same and they mm-hmm. you all get the jokes and like maybe there's some outliers but for the most part you know exactly what to say to make everyone in your family laugh exactly because you yes. all have a shared brand this was my family's brand growing up yeah shit same poops and farts uh-huh same yeah a hundred percent. I mean, and butts. Not really dicks or vaginas. Uh, um, yeah. Just butts and poops and stuff and farts mostly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Totally and same. Same same in our family. Um <laughs> and I see it as a sign of intelligence. <laughs> I mean, obviously, like if Mozart was into it and was I running mean... fucking like symphonies when he was five years old, like this justifies all of all of my you know, feelings yeah. about potty humor. Okay. Yeah. So uh, I'm going to read you an example of a, a <sighs> portion of a letter he wrote to his cousin in uh, 1777. Okay. Um, Maria, Maria Anna Mozart was his cousin. Okay. And he wrote, well, I wish you good night, but first shit in your bed and make it burst. <laughs> Sleep soundly, my love into your mouth, your arse you'll shove. <laughs> now these certain phrases were phrases that were like reiterated over and over in letters mm. which makes me think it was a family joke and when it's, yeah. it's said in german it's like it all rhymes and it's like you know the the, cad- the cadence is like funny and so and the phrasing but, is maybe doesn't translate exactly how it does to them and like the joke mm-hmm. that that is in it so much but like yeah. shit in your bed and make it burst i mean come on <laughs> That's a fucking shart if I ever heard one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. Like, what? Oh my god, they just didn't have the language for it yet. Mm-hmm. I, or maybe that was what the language was in in German. You know, like oh, like oh my that's, god, yeah, like whatever the translation is in German. Like shart it, sounds like a German name or word. <laughs> or word, yeah. I mean, yeah. Ein shart. <laughs> like yeah, it's German for sure. Mm-hmm. Oh my yeah. god! <laughs> I, seriously, yeah, yeah. I yeah. mean, it could be. Oh my um, god! Yeah. So he, he wrote tons of letters to his cousin mm-hmm. and other members of his family, like referencing, you know, poop and butts and stuff. And yeah. even I and he even there's even evidence of like his mom and dad talking like this to each other. Yeah. Like, his mom wrote a letter to his father before they were married, Mm -hmm. uh, which is, like, it rhymes, and and then it references the same kind of phrases that he had written to his cousin. Yeah, the Uh, shit bubble. Yeah, she said, Adido ben mio, keep well, my love, into your mouth, your arse you'll shove. I wish you good night, my dear, but first, shit in your bed and make it burst. (laughs) Like... It's almost this is the like, same. I think it's a family motto. I think this might be. <laughs> it's their crest. It's on it's their like crest. The motto on their crest. <laughs> uh, the Mozart family shit in your mouth, <laughs> <laughs> or uh, into your, or put your mouth to your arse. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> basically. So yeah, so people. So <laughs> oh my god. So people have gotten really uptight, like learning about all this and not wanting it to be part of his legacy, basically. Yeah. Um, 
So it'd be like if in 200 years, some historians who are total prudes and hate people talking about poop and farts and whatever, listened to our podcast and concluded that we were into scat play (laughs) and have Bigfoot dildos or whatever, (laughs) just simply because we joke about buttholes and cryptid dicks on our podcast. You know, like that's the, I think the legacy, like people are afraid that it would be associated it's like well now no, i'm terrified dude. well you should be <laughs> people might is... already think that Who, who's I'm, to say i don't have who's a to say? foot dildo that'd be tight i mean i mean and who's to say yeah that that's not a cool thing but yeah it is it is kind of scary like the i mean the way we're talking about it these are just funny inside jokes with this family and friends or whatever and like yeah and now people are like he was you know, fucking in the shit and blah, blah, blah. And you're just like, I think he was just telling fart jokes. Yeah, pretty sure. Um, yeah. Yeah, it's it's so, uh, it's, yeah, I don't know. Did you see, uh, did you see anything about how, like, the letters with the cousin were also, like, maybe sexual? Like, I saw from mo- multiple sources, which I um were, like, mostly YouTube videos and TikToks, Um, but people kept claiming that the letters between him and his cousin were like sexual. I mean, maybe like fucking cousins back then. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, kissing cousins, you know, that's, that was happening up until the 1950s when Elvis sang about it. And then people were like, maybe this is weird. Yeah. 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 I mean, (laughs) people still do it. People still do it. Yeah. Um, Yeah. it was just, yeah, there were things were just very, very different back then. Yeah. Um, but yeah, there is a, there is, I think this is where some wires are getting crossed because there is a kind of like flirty sexual innuendo in some of the letters. Yeah. And then they talk about poop also with each other. So they could be separate things, though. It doesn't mean they're related. Right. I mean, they could just be like but cousins. They also don't have to be <laughs> just <What>? like cousins. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god uh, related but separate things <laughs> related but separate um yeah. well okay so yeah i think it kind of sounds more like normal cousin stuff but then there was an interview i forgot i saw this okay um there was an interview in something called mel magazine with this guy ed Gehring. uh he's the vp of the mozart society of america and mm-hmm. he was asked whether this was Mozart simply being funny or something hinting in a more complicated relationship, like all the letters with this particular cousin. Mm-hmm. And he's quoted as saying, I don't know a whole lot about his relationship with his cousin, but yes, I think there was more sexual innuendo here. Um, and apparently what this man goes on to say, like we'll never really fully understand, or like at least we don't right now because they had such a shorthand in their like shit humor and like Mm. familial vibe or whatever that they started to develop like their own language yeah it's like they have context outside of letters that like we don't know about because they like talked and were family and like you know again inside jokes that like nobody could possibly have any knowledge or context to so you know how twin it's like you know how twins develop their own languages like but this was cousin horny shit language well i could i could like say a word to you and you would 
know what I'm talking about that references like a decade of jokes that we've made. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's true. That's true. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So, I know. Yeah, you could just go chocolate and I yeah, would go, yeah. Because ah, I know exactly what you're talking about. <laughs> or I could, I could. I could hum a uh, funky cold Medina and you would know exactly what I'm talking about. Like, you know, come on. Nobody knows what that is. No, but one person on this planet, one other person, our friend Jesse knows what yeah. that is. And that's yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. But nobody else knows that's listening to this. And they're like, what the fuck are these bitches talking about? You know? So, <sighs> so yeah. Oh my God. Um, also, okay, I do want to say, we you already mentioned that Mozart was 35 when he died. And he was a child prodigy. I think the context of that is, like, missing for people, too. It's like, you expect this young man who, I, I like, this is just the humor of young people is to mm-hmm. laugh about farts and poop. Like, this, it just, and adults, you know, but, like, f- especially young boys you know I feel like that's like the vibe Mm -hmm. and so of course he still was interested in that stuff even though he was this accomplished or would be an accomplished like composer that's known centuries later like of course yeah he's still gonna make fart jokes and I I think too because of how he grew up like he was like literally famous when he was like he was like a child star um, yeah, yeah. And so he was he got away with a lot of shit his entire life because of how talented he was. You know what I mean? Yeah. Where it was like he had that like that like stage kid kind of like he was constantly well, surrounded by yes men probably too. It's like everyone's yeah. like just like letting him do whatever he wants or what you know, he just is like mm-hmm. getting to be. However. And he was and he was like, you know pretty independently wealthy for most of his life too Mm -hmm. so and you know in the favor of of uh of royalty so he was he was he could just do and say whatever the fuck he wanted for most of his life so that's another thing yeah um so not only was Mozart and his family lovers of potty humor and letters to each other, Mozart thought it would be funny to also make whole ass musical compositions (laughs) about poop and butts So, and it was. It was. Uh, <laughs> he literally wrote songs about poop. Um, and his scatological music was most likely like just for shits and giggles. <laughs> uh, just fun stuff that was only shared amongst his like close group of, of drunk ass friends. Yeah. Um, you know how you just like make up weird shit with your friends when you're all drunk? Like, yeah, it's it's again, all funky cold jokes. Medina. Yeah. <laughs> and basically the these these uh poop songs they take the form of cannons which is like where it goes in rounds where one person sings a a line and then it repeats itself and another person yeah. sings a line. Um it's it's a voice enters with the same words and music following a delay after the previous voice. Mm. Um musicologist David J Book writes, it may seem strange that Mozart made fair copies, entered these items into his personal works catalog, in which he tended to emit ephemeral works, and allowed them to be copied. 
The reason he favored these small and crude pieces in, in ways similar to his more serious and important works remains a mystery. It's, it's not. It's not a mystery. It's, it's he fucking loved this shit. He, lo- he loved. He, he thought loved it was talking. so funny. Yeah. He was like, I cannot let this hilarious joke go to waste. You know what I mean? These are jokes. Like these are. This is a recording of a good night with his friends. You know, like. And it's a joke that gets replayed for him every time someone performs this piece of music. Like, dude, Mozart would be a fucking huge TikToker today. Oh, okay? my God. The biggest. <laughs> he Just making like he would be fucking making so much content. Yeah. He would it, it would be prolific. Just Everyone's like all of his duetting him. Music. Everywhere oh, yeah. using his sounds, stitching his vids, like pe- there, people are remixing it, making up little dances to it, and, and it, it's just like fucking songs about doo doo. It's the it's exactly that. Yeah, it's it's exactly like when you know, um, like Megan The Stallion has a new song, and like From people Coachella. do dance, yeah, and people do dances on TikTok to it, yeah, and she she fucking loves that, or like Lizzo, like she yeah. watches people on TikTok do, you know fun ass dances to their music like yeah this is like to him this is what it was it's yeah. just it's that I don't know like not not saying that like <laughs> their music is on the like level of Maybe I don't know what I'm we're not hundreds of years into the future but Lizzo's music might stand no I'm not I'm saying like it's it's not on oh, the poop level. Yeah, the yeah, yeah, low, yeah. Like it's their better music than isn't that. a joke. Like it's yeah, not their music joke. isn't a joke. No, yeah, it's yeah, like. Yeah, yeah. But you know what? I'm just saying like he. That's what it is to him. Is he wants it to be? Yeah. In this catalog of his like best work, because to him, it is some of his best work. You well, know. Also, who's to say that his music was a joke? I mean, it was, and he thought it was funny, but it could have been it. It too could have been like for young people because all music at this time was about like God and heaven and like death and and it was really heavy and biblical. People weren't really making music. Well, sometimes, just, sometimes yeah, yeah. it's like party music. Sometimes, yeah, yeah, yeah. But but then I mean, the brief was still you know like influenced by like what people were into which was like the bible you know it's like but he was like oh let me make this music about light-hearted like fun Mm -hmm. stuff like that could have been this could have been pop music for him you know sure and it just like represents a duality of a human being like yeah yeah somebody who can make these like insanely complex uh symphonies also love to make uh songs about shitting in somebody's mouth like yeah I fucking love it. Yeah, I yeah. love it so, so much. It, it's, it, so it's so great. Um, so he has, for example, there's a Mozart has a canon called Lick Mich Mich Im Arst, which is um, basically Lick My Ass. Um, it includes the, the lyrics Lick Mich Im Arst Gershwin 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 Mm. which would be translated into English as lick me in the ass quickly, quickly. <laughs> um, lick me. I'm Arsh is st- a standard vulgarism in German. Euphemistically called the Swabian salute, I guess. <laughs> um, although contemporary German would rather s- say lick me. Um, 
Arsh. Mm. Uh, the closest English counterpart is Kiss My Ass, basically. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. So. Okay. So people were so embarrassed by Mozart's poop-laden canons when they were first published after his death. Like, they people knew they existed, but they weren't fully published. But after he died, they were. Um, they were, the canons were bowdlerized, which uh, is a form of censorship that involves <gasps> purging anything deemed noxious or offensive from an artistic work oh. or other type of writing or media. Like this ha- yeah. This has happened like to many books. Uh, it happened to Shakespeare. It mm. happened, you know, to all, all kinds of authors over yeah. the years. So, yeah. Oh, my god. So, gosh. for example, Lickmer didn't... Lick- Mer din arsh fine rein, lick me in the ass nice and clean <laughs> was what that translates to. It became nicht labt mich mehr als wine, which set which translates to nothing refreshes me more than wine. So instead of lick me in the ass nice and clean, it became nothing refreshes me more than wine because hmm. like it that's it rhymes in German. It rhymes in German. Yeah. Like yeah, the the cadence or whatever is the same. It's like it's like how <laughs> it's like. Trying to make a kid's bop of yeah. that ass pussy. Oh, my God. It's the kids bopped it. Yeah, the kids bopped I it. I hate, except it's about wine, and I actually don't mind those lyrics. They're both yeah. a fun song. Both yeah. songs yeah. are a fun song, depending yeah. on what time you're looking to have. But also, like, okay, I don't understand where you get scat play from all of this. If anything, he's into, like, fucking analingus, which yeah. is not scat play. Again, it's it's different. It's different. And if he was into eating ass, like, hell yeah, that's like. He's so 2022. Yeah. Gen Z loves it. (laughs) (laughs) He's going to be the Gen Z's. He's going to be on fucking T-shirts and shit now with like, lick mine. Ass man. (laughs) Arsh man. Arsh man. (laughs) Um, Okay. So all of this is documented, but obviously we didn't know anything about this. Before yeah, seeing this TikTok. Everybody's embarrassed. Everybody's embarrassed. Like you said, you know, his music was kind of like whitewashed to not be about doo-doo jokes. And um, and that's because, like, you know, similar to what you were saying, early historians, when they were writing about Mozart's life and kind of cataloging everything in biographies and books about him, they just didn't include any of this information they were just a bunch of prudes didn't like fart joke probably were very boring at parties someone i wouldn't want to be friends with Mm-mm. and um even when these little facts started to bubble up again and you know people were kind of bringing this idea back around into biographies or what have you other people poo-pooed it <laughs> pun intended <laughs> Um, So, for example, it's alleged that former Prime Minister of England, Margaret Thatcher, gave Sir Peter Hall, who at the time was the head of the National Theatre, she gave him some pushback when she went to see his 1979 staged production of Amadeus. This is the funniest anecdote to me. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. It's wild. Um, Okay. This is what uh, this is what she's quoted as saying after seeing this production. I think it is disgraceful. I think it is disgraceful that the National Theater shows Mozart uttering such obscenities, Mr. Hall. She didn't even call him Sir Hall, which mm-hmm. he has a knighthood. She just like fucking ignored it. She was being a bitch. 
Um, and she says a composer of such elegant and wonderful music called him a, a composer of such elegant and wonderful music. Like, why would you have him uttering obscenities on stage? This this character that was so, so, so prolific and such a wonderful composer. And he said, but prime minister, it is actual fact that he did talk like that. He used four letter words. And she was like, it is not possible. Not from someone who could create such works of beauty. Yeah. And oh, and then he goes on. He like there's more to the story, too. Oh, my God. He said she was he said, quote, she was not pleased in her best headmistress style. She gave me a severe wigging for putting on a play that depicted Mozart as a scatological imp with a love for four letter words. It was inconceivable. She said that a man who wrote such exquisite and elegant music could be so foul mouthed. I said that Mozart's letter proved he was that, just that he had an extraordinarily infantile sense of humor. Uh, and she said, I don't think you heard what I said. Oh. He couldn't have been like that. Uh, and then he <sighs> offered and sent a copy of Mozart's letters to number 10 the next day. <gasps> I was even thanked by the appropriate private secretary, but it was useless. The prime minister said I was wrong. So wrong I was. O-M-G. What a dumb fucking asshole margaret oh, thatcher was what a fucking dude. prude ass bitch conservative uptight oh fucking stick in the ass fucking asshole <laughs> <laughs> i'm gonna call her every single butt related yeah insult she's, she's a fucking she's not even a duty bubble she's like a popped duty bubble make it burst yeah <laughs> she never even fully formed Mm-mm. she's Oof. a fucking She's just like fucking a anal leakage. Dingleberry. Oh. <laughs> uh, she sucked. <laughs> she sucked then. She sucks now. Yeah. We don't like her. We hate her. Um, oh, my But this God. is this is what, where it gets interesting to me. So Margaret Thatcher aside and all these like, uh, you know, historians who are just so uptight about it and not referencing yeah. it. Um, it was, I think, poop jokes have always been a part of German culture. Yes. So like it's literally been referenced in folklore for ever um, in does, German folklore forever. Does this like okay which this is this should be blowing people's minds because Germans are thought of as being very serious and not funny. That's not true. It's Germans not are true. hilarious. Germans and are they're hilarious. Just, they're very dry. They're just dry and intense. You and, know? and frank. Yeah, 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 mm -hmm. yeah. But also like the sweetest, nicest. Oh, my God. You but, know. But it's just like, how do we have this? Well, maybe I know why. But it's like, why do we have this view of Germans like not being funny and being like super serious and not telling fart jokes? They're I think like, World War II ruined it. Yeah, that's a lot I, of that's <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well. Well, now we can say we know they've always told a good fart joke. Yeah. Okay. Like it's been part of a German like sensibility and yeah. uh, sense of humor for a long time. Uh, the folklorist and cultural anthropologist Alan Dundas, Dundies, Dundas, Dun Dundi, I don't know, Dundies, Dundies. <laughs> Alan suggested that interest in or tolerance for scatological matters is a specific trait of German national culture, one which is retained to this day. Mm. In German folklore, one finds an 
this is what he what what Alan says. Okay. In German Alan. folklore, one finds an inordinate number of texts concerned with anality. <laughs> Oh. Anality is such a funny word. I never used that word in my life, and I think I'm going to start. Category is extravagant. Anality. Anality. <laughs> um, Shiza means shit. Yep. Drek means dirt. Mist means manure. Arsh means ass. And other locutions are commonplace. Folk songs, folk tales, proverbs. Uh, folk speech all attest to the Germans' long-standing special interest in this area of human activity. I am not <laughs> claiming that other peoples of the world do not express a healthy concern for this area, but rather that the Germans appear to be preoccupied with such themes. It is thus not so much a matter of difference as it is of degree. <laughs> OMG. Uh, so he goes on to say... Uh, there's tons of scatological humor in Mozart, but also cites scatological texts from Martin Luther, Johann Wolfgang von Goethe, um, Heinrich Hein, and others who helped shape German culture. Um, another anthropologist asserts that, quote, scat- scatology was common in Middle Europa, which is cent- Central Europe, noting, for instance, that Mozart's Salzburg colleague, Michael Hayden also write wrote a scatological canon. Everyone there was other that. there was other people writing like poop songs, like every like it, it's fine. Yeah. Everybody yeah. chill the fuck out. Like poop jokes have always existed. Mm-hmm. And they have always been funny. <laughs> and they always will be, okay? Never not funny. So it's so funny. It it is it is really funny how people just think like certain types of humor certain types of people just never existed I mean if this isn't the perfect example of people always thinking fart jokes are funny even even like I mean there were fart jokes that have been documented from like Jesus Mesopotamia Yeah. yeah oh yeah oh yeah oh yeah also keep in mind too like we've lost a lot of like historical context that Mm -hmm. just doesn't translate over millennia too. So like, true, you know, what was funny to Romans, you know, probably is funny. Now we just need to have the, like the the inside track on like how culture and life and day to day activities worked. Yeah. And, we do kind of, but not really. So yeah. and it's the same thing in, in Mozart's case. Like you have to take all these things into account. And like a lot of historians want to try to diagnose him with like saying he had um, oh, Tourette's, Tourette's and shit. It's like and no. shit. It, and, and it's like, first of all, diagnosing anybody like from, you know, a distance From literal hundreds of years. From literal hundreds of years is like super unethical and dumb. Uh, But also it's just like, why can't you accept that somebody like to talk about poop? It's okay. All right. Chill the fuck out. Unclench your butthole and let's just laugh about it. Okay. It's funny. It's funny. It's like, I wonder what the current day equivalent is. Like, I wonder if like. You know, there's all these people that think whoever, like, is so esteemed or whatever, like... Barack Obama. Yeah, Barack Obama. You don't think he's ever (laughs) laughed at a fart joke? 
<laughs> you don't think someone's ever stepped in shit, got into his car, and then he's like, oh, my God, did you fart or whatever? And they're like, no, it's not me. He's like, you shit your pants or whatever. And then he's like laughing. And they're like, no, I didn't. And then, yeah, <laughs> like, totally. No, it's funny. Like, yeah, it's so wild to me. I mean, I feel like there's such a small percentage of people on this planet that just don't have a sense of humor but like mm-hmm. we don't know who they are because they're just we do it's mitch mcconnell and uh <laughs> all the evil dark lords and it's the people that are just like so uptight about it that like will yeah probably end up shitting themselves on national tv that's what i could hope for you know what i mean like we can only hope we can only hope but again like so many people were influenced by him um and he's still the goat in my personal opinion Mm -hmm. love you mozart (laughs) we stand lick mine arsh lick mine arsh um (sighs) Kiss my ass, bitch. Yeah. <laughs> uh, anyway, well, um, that's pretty much it. There's I love it. he was he wasn't into scat play, you guys. He just liked poop jokes a lot. And oh my god, who amongst us doesn't? How okay? did we not call him Mochart? Ah! <laughs> Damn it! I failed. Uh, well, we got it at the, the end. Maybe that could be the title. Yeah, yeah Mochart. Mochart, yeah, clarinet, confarcho. <laughs> I don't, I don't know. Concharcho. Everything's just chart for me. Yeah. <laughs> confarcho. There yeah. we go. There, we, there go. we go. All right, you guys. Thank you so much for listening. Uh, go listen to some Mozart while you're like studying or doing some work or just like cleaning the house. It's great. Yeah. It's really great. So I do many that bangers. With jazz. Like a like a nice not like the frantic jazz, but mm. I like to put because you're right. There's like certain types of music that just help your brain like unlock like, and just yeah, focus. Like click in. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And for me, it's it's that. And when I want to get turned and I want to start a revolution yeah. and you know donate to abortion access funds, I put on some Tchaikovsky and get wild. Okay. <laughs> oh my god, Tchaikovsky. Tchaikovsky. Yeah, yeah. Oh wow. Um. Yeah, go follow us on social media. Mm-hmm. DTFU podcast and on all the places TikTok and Instagram. Not really Twitter, mm-hmm. but that's going to be a dumpster fire soon anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, share an episode with a friend. Yeah. Um, like pick your favorite thing. Yeah. That you think somebody would like. Um, or just tell someone about our podcast. Yeah. Just just let them know. Just let them know. Maybe uh, maybe give us a five-star review if you're so inclined. Oh, yeah. We just got a new one. It was very nice. Oh, I haven't yeah. read it. Oh, my God. It was really nice. Um, what else? I guess that's it for now. Yeah, that's it. Uh, oh, if you want to watch this, it's uh, on YouTube. Yep. And also on Spotify. You can... Like, just open the Spotify app and you can literally click on any episode. Well, almost any. When we started recording it. Um, oh. New episodes. New, uh, yeah. New episodes. New, of As of, like, since March. Yeah. Are, yeah. We also have video. So. Yeah, yeah. And it's, and it's like, uh, 
not everybody has that on Spotify, just us. And no, they do only. now, I think. Oh, well. But so we're fucking first, so. We're fi- we're first. Yeah. Um. Anyway, yeah. So do all those things and uh, just uh, listen here. Stay excellent to yourselves. And each other. Bye. Bye.